This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The, the person that I wanted to speak about today, um, yard site is Yud Gimel Nissen, is A. Mitzaratzmoy, one of the giants of all dairies. Um, the Mechaba, Rabbi Yosef Cairo. Mitzat Sheni, he lived in a Tkufa that was extraordinary. There was a lot, the, the, the Tkufa is an extraordinary, pivotal Tkufa in Klal Yisrael. And his work and the things that he's done um, really are a Briach And uh, we'll try to, again, look at it in the, in the context of things that are is significant for us, Ladeus, and so on. Uh, where did I get my information from? And we've made it a, a, each time uh, the Beis have lived, uh, let's say, uh, 500 years ago, more or less, a little bit, uh, he died a little bit less than 500 years ago, a little, was born a little earlier than 500 years ago. So, how do I know what I know? So, a very important question. So, the truth is, there's a lack of Mechairis, and what we have is as follows. There's a sefer called Kairi Hadiris, written by Yitzhak Kanfiru. He was he lived like two generations afterwards. This is close enough to have some information from grandchildren and so on. That's one source. We have his Chuvas Farim, which is another source, Afkas um, Reichel. So that's an important source of historic information, certainly for dating. There are occasional historical notes when he finishes his Pirush on the tour and basically if he writes where he started and so on. Those are basically what we have. A little bit we have contemporaries of his. It was already a Tkufu and people were writing Tshubis back and forth. And then mainly you have, um, you have people talking about people. So you have some information there also. But there's missing stuff, and usually when there's missing stuff, you get all sorts of maizalach, which you can take or leave, not, not of any great significance. But there are halal, and generally important, is safer for biographical inf- information, is the Chidor Kaddish. Chidor was very reliable. Chidor, besides being a, a gadol admoi, the Chidor was also a, a real um, scholar. He went and looked for documents and researched, and <coughs> tremendous amount of work. doesn't bring all that much information on the base Yosef. Um, so really, the, the Kairadaris is one source, not impeccable, um, and then you have the stuff that he wrote and so on. A, a more contemporary work that's, that brings a lot of those Makairis and written by somebody from, um, was a safe on the base. There was a Yid named Greenwald. I think his name was because Seal Greenwald. He was a Robin Columbus, Ohio, in the 30s. He wrote a Colbin Avelis. He wrote on Rabbi Yosef Cairo, and um, he brings a lot of historic information. He has certain hasharas that you can agree or disagree, but at least he presents it. I think this is true, and this is the reason why I think this is true. And you can, you know, you can make up at least you can have some sense of it. Those are the mekayrus that that we'll use basically. The tkufi lived in was an incredible tkufa. He was born in. He was born in 1488, which was four years before the Geiris Farat. So he himself was already, didn't grow up in Spain, but he was of that stock. His family ran away to Portugal, 
and four years later kicked out of Portugal. So at the age of eight, basically, he's left the Iberian Peninsula. Where do you go to? Where did, where did the Jews go to from Spain? And this is going to be, it's a very important piece in history. Um, some Jews went to uh, North Africa. North Africa is close to Spain. So some Jews found there, but there were problems there also. The, the place where most of Spanish Jewry that left went, and much of Spanish Jewry didn't leave, they stayed, assimilated, unfortunately, but those that left, Akarish Baruch Hu is, um, you see Ashkocha, that Akarish Baruch Hu's marked him before Lamaka, the Christian empire had split into two. There was the... Um, the, the, the Western Empire, Emperor Capital, that was Rome. And there was the Eastern, that was Byzantium, which is Turkey today. And the Turkish, the, that's, the, that's sort of the, the um, that's where the Orthodox churches come from. Um, Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, that, that's, that's from, from the Eastern portion of, of, the, of that empire. The uh, Constantinople, which was Byzantium, was a city that was considered to be impregnable. And I think they made a cheshbin, they needed a minimal amount of people to watch it. And it, it, it like, like the rest of Rome, it rotted away inside um, with all of its own problems. Uh, you know, Kesher Shoim is not, is not, I mean, it's a doesn't last, but it wasn't easy to conquer. And through many, many, um, it was, I don't know, but by incredible fortune, in eight, in 1442, or three, or four, that, that Kufa, about 50 years before, there was a very strong Muslim, Ottoman Turks, a strong kind of a little bit of, a, of a, a very warrior type, a little bit a stridently Muslim group that conquered Constantinople and made it into a Muslim empire. It was, they were very religious Muslims, but also very, very practical um, rulers. And they said, we need Jews. And they welcomed Jews to come live there. And when the Jews were thrown out of Spain, most of them ended up in Constantinople and Drapil. Uh, all, all the areas, Greece, also m m parts of Greece had fall under them. Also, they were over that area, the parts of the Balkans, Turkey, and so on. And Jews not only were welcome there, they could flourish businesses, and everything like it. So it was Mamash and Maktim, like a thousand years they waited, and then it exploded just before they needed it, and then most of the Jews found refuge in Turkey. So uh, Turkey, the Turkish countries, uh, it's hard, they don't follow exactly the same maps as today, but those areas, they actually, the Jews there, are closest to the Spanish-Portuguese Messiah in the other place.
there were some in Holland that had found refuge, um, um, but the majority was in Turkey, and that was really where the most ended up, including the Beis Yosef. There are a few big centers there. Uh, Andreapol was one, and uh, Salonika, which is today Greece, and it's a Greek city really, but it was under the Turkish Empire, the Ottoman Empire, and that was a big, a big Mokrum Torah as well. Um, the Beisesif ended up there and grew up there. We don't know who he learned by. We know very little about his, who his Rebbeim were. Um, he, he mentions his father, Ephraim Cairo, in an in, in Allah or two. Um, he mentions in certain of the Chuvis, he treats Rabbi Yosef Teitzak, who was in the Gedolim at that time. He, he, he writes the Maya of Rebbe, and he's very humble, but a very unclear if he learned by him. Pashas, he didn't learn by him. Or he only came to know him later, and therefore he treats him with great deference as befits a Godlador. But, you know, that type of, of deference. But it wasn't a real Talmud relationship. We don't have any idea of really who his Rebbeim were and so on. We just know that at the age of his early 30s, he was already recognized as an Adam Gadol. Chuvis was sent him, Shiles was sent him, and he started working on his magnum opus, which is the Beisaisif, not the Shofarach. Um, first, let's describe this firm that he wrote in his lifetime. So, the major work is the Beisaisif. Let's explain what the Beisaisif is so that we understand. The, the, the Halacha's firm had been written two well, three. The Rif, which is, as all we know, a condensation of the Gemara Lalacha. The Rambam, that completely recasts the Gemara in Taira. So it's, it's taking, you know, again, everybody here has learned to sing the Rambam. The Tur, I'm so big, how many have actually seen Tur as much? The Tur was a compromise in the following sense. The Rambam is very clear. Very, very, it, 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 it goes by topic and it tells you exactly what the aloha is, going to Rambam. The problem with it is that it leaves out all the machalik sushainim. And you don't have no idea who, what, when, where, other than the Rambam. The tour goes by topics, like the same Simon Shacharach. He brings the machalik, the doyle machalik sushainim, and he's machriya most of the time. The tour was the son of the Rosh. The Beis Yosef wrote a pirush on it, which is physically much bigger than the Torah, and he wrote on it all of the Mechairis of the Torah. He takes the Gemara, brings it down word for word, explains, brings the Rishonim, explains the point. He went through an exhaustive library of Tshuva Sfarim and other Sfarim and brings them down. He Ke'ilu brought a yam of inyanim that the tour either was meramis didn't bring, and really is a completion to the tour. That's what the Beisayev is. An incre- it's an incredibly large work. He went to Salonika. Salonika was a was a wealthy city. And they had a huge library to be able to find all the different sfarim you would ever need, and wrote out the Beisayev, which is incredibly large. Um, and is Ashlamah to the Torah. That was one safer. The 
a Kesav Mishnah, which is, appears on the Rambam. Again, his Mekairis and being down on the Rambam. He actually started early, but he didn't finish it. it he finished it and it came out after he died. He finished it Mamash Saif Yamav. He lived long. He was 87 when he was Nifta. That's the second Sefer. The Shulchan Aruch was a Sefer he put out after putting out the Torah in the Beis Yosef. And in many ways, it's a misleading Sefer. I many times ex- expressed it. The Shulchan Aruch is not meant to be a Sefer. The Shulchan Aruch is a, a, an outline, really, of the Halachas in the Beis Yosef and the Torah. It's done so that people can have quicker access. Many Achronim write the Sma, the Bach, and others write that you're not allowed to pass on Shacharach unless you learn to turn to Beisaisim. Shacharach is there sort of as an index almost. And that's why the Shacharach is a safer, it's not structured really, because it, it's simply taking the Lachas out of the turn of Beisaisim. The real safe is the turn of Beisaisim. But those were his three majors for him. Besides that, he wrote Chuvis called Afkas Arechel, he put it together, and Chuvis on, on Ebenezer we have, and a few other small. He wrote a sefer called Darkia Talmud, it's a shlama to other sfarim, um, to, to another sefer about Inyanim of the Talmud, and finally we'll speak later about the Magid Mecharim. But those are the sfarim he wrote. It, it was an, an incredible, the Beis Yosef is an incredible sefer in its breadth, in its scope, it almost leaves nothing out. Um, when it came out, actually, he, he started when he was 32 years old. When it came out, the Marie Belev, I think, said that people should not look at it, they shouldn't learn it, because they'll stop learning. They'll just use the Beisaisif. They don't have to learn the Gemara and the Sugis, they just go through the Beisaisif. They'll, they'll smicha, they'll start with the Turin Beisaisif. Little did know how many Kitsurim would come out afterwards. But uh, the, he, um, but he's, so, the, so somebody writes, one of Talmidim writes, that up to that time, the Marie Belev used to learn Torah with his Talmidim, and he would Balpeh, tell them the sugya and the Makairis of the Torah. There was one place when he came out and made that statement that you shouldn't learn from the Torah, from the Beisasif, the next time in Shir, he got stuck on something and he couldn't remember where the Gemara is from. And then when he found it in the Beisasif, it was simple, something simple, and he said it's an Einish, and he takes back his words about the Beisasif. That's the um, another vignette I can tell you, a mice I heard from, from a person who, who heard it clichény. This I heard from a Yidra Moshe Koyen at Meyavesim. He's a man in his 90s now at Meyavesim, and he lives in Azizor and Azabir as a Shachna mine. His grandfather, he heard this from his grandfather, was, was by the Sfasemis. The Sfasemis, was by the Sfasemis. And the Sfasemis says, Dragachava, what does he learn? And he told him, Shas, Rambam, and Tur. So the Sassemis says, with Beis Yosef, he said, no, Tur. So he said, and um, how do you know the, the, so how do you know the Mekoyres of the Halachas of the Tur? So um, the Ragashava told him, I, I, I can figure it out. I don't need the Beis Yosef. I, I have the Bekiyas myself. So um, the Sassemis asked him 10 tours, on 10 different tours, where, where the mucker is. This, this is from this, the grandfather of Majikaran who was at the time. Nine of them he whipped out exactly like the Beisaisif. The tenth one he said one that's not like the Beisaisif. So the Sassemis told him Beisaisif is this. He says, I think what I say is not less. 
so they started arguing, and then, the, and then as they're arguing, Bimefalpul, the Sasemis grabs his finger, his hand, and he says, Rav Yosha, Rav Yosha, so Rav Yosef in, in, in Chiba in Yiddish. What difference does it, you know, how are we adding Kvayt Shemayim? What difference does this argument make to Rebbein Shalom? What Kvayt Shemayim are we adding by it? That was, that was just the vignette that I happened to hear. But Al Capone shows you the Chshivas of the Beis Yosef and the tour, the, 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 um, the way people looked at Tur Beis Yosef was the core of modern halacha in a way that the Rambam is not. Rambam is the Rambam, and that's it's not the halacha. And Shukharach is considered to be not extensive enough. To, it's, it's a guide to where to find a Tur Beis Yosef in a certain sense. There's a cross in Shukharach, but, but Al Kaponim, that's the that's way it is. He, in Turkey, one thing we know from contemporaries is he had a magid, meaning um, uh, some sort of malach that spoke to him. But there's some controversy about a sefer that was written about Magid Meshar, but that he had him who, who told him that he must go to Eretz Yisrael. And he went to Tzfas. Now, let's just first give some sense. In Turkey, one of the big issues, one of the big problems uh, let, let's, let's, let's explain one of the issues of that kufa, which is an issue that you see in the Chuvas of the Beisaisiv as well. Um, Kehillas lived in enclosed, clearly defined areas for hundreds of years. And every Mokham had its Minhagim and so on and so forth. And changing Minhagim and changing things like that were Asr. And strongly enforced, and it was not such an issue. When you took 50,000 Jews out of Spain and tossed them into a whole bunch of places, all of a sudden you had different communities. So if, if, if a thousand Spanish Jews end up in Andropola, is that a new Kehillah? Must they be involved with the old Kehillah? Can they have their own Psokim, their own Rabbanim, their own uh, communal structure? It, it, that issues like that, there were tremendous machlokis with that. Those are those are issues that crept up, and they're chuvis on on being allowed to to be part of a bezdin or not, and so on. And it was riven with these machlokis. From there, he went to Tzfas and Yisrael. Tzfas doesn't exist in the Gemara's time. As far as we know, there's no people identified Tzipori. Is that we don't have any clear identification of the city Tzfas with anything, not in Tanakh, not in Gemara. Um, but the, the common understanding is that it's not. Um, what was unique about Tzfas? It seems, for whatever reason, Tzfas was extremely successful economically. And there, there was a lot of agriculture around there. There was cloth business, manufacturing. It was on a, on a uh, road that went to Damascus and so on. It was a very, very, it was a wealthy place. It had quite a lot of people there, a lot of families. And it became a hub of terror learning that hadn't been in centuries. The, 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 in that Kufa, including Goyle Sfarad, you had in Sfas a concentration of people that, of G'dayla Olam, that I don't think we ever had before. In the same city, 
in place you had at various times, most of the time together, the Beis Yosef, the Arizal, the Ramak, the Balacharedim, the, the Medrash Shmuel as, as Radi in, 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 in Perkyovis, um, the Mabit, um, the Maribe Rav, who was Cheshavet in them. It was an incredible, incredible city of Gedoyloyla. Um, possibly never been before, to be told the times of the Gemara maybe, and never afterwards, did you have one small place such a concentration of G'day Le'ilam. And in that place um, was where the Beisese functioned, the Rizal functioned, and so on. The, um, the Beisese was recognized as the Godel. The Mary Barav was bigger than him. An extraordinary Pasha happened. I don't want to be admired because I think it's worth spending an hour on its own for it, and some, sometime we'll do it. Was the... the, the, the um, the, 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 the um, attempt to re-establish smicha in Klai Yisrael. Um, the Rabbanim decided, based on the Rambam, that you can re-establish uh, smicha. If all those like, got together, they got together, and they made the Maribe Rav, they gave him smicha. The Maribe Rav gave four people smicha, the Beis Yosef was one of them. Um, there was a big machlekes, and, and it froze. So they never had a Sanhedrin, but they had a smicha. Um, it's incredible that the Shohar who lived from is on somebody who had smicha, um, real smicha, smicha of the, of, of the type of Sanhedrin. Um, we don't, uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's something, it's, it's, it's a, it was a huge parsha with tremendously vehement letters back and forth, whether they can do it, can't do it, terrible, terrible machloikas. It's a very famous piece in history. Maybe someday we'll talk about the Maybe Berav. It's, it's something worth going through because it's, it's really sort of a, a watershed in, in, in history. Al Kalpanim, what was the incentive for the smicha? One of the reasons seems to be because of this was the first time that the, the, the machlokas of different communities was, a sharp, it was sharply highlighted. You had different communities in one place with different men hugging men at loggerheads. Al Kapanim, um, whatever it is, he, the Rebiskar had smicha. Let's talk a little bit about some of the Shilas and Shuvas. He lived to be 87 when he was Nifta. Um, he had three children, he had three wives. They were, he were, they were Nifta, his, his, they were Nifta, and he had at least two sons that we know of. One of them married Darizal's daughter. So the two great houses in Kabbal Yisrael, the, the house of Halacha and the house of Kabbalah, actually united, and they had they, they were shtarich. Um The Beis when he came back from the Tnoim of his son Tzarizal's daughter, told his wife, and this is recorded, that he doesn't he heard such wonderful things from Tzarizal. He says he doesn't know if there's any place in the universe. Where such divil kim chayim are given over, tremendous aflaga of, of, of what it was. Let's take a look. Some of so, so the tshuvas we have in Afkas Reichel uh, would be fascinating to touch on a few of them just to get a sense of what was happening at the time and what was going on. Um, there were three. The, the Velt 
maps out that his big Balplukta is the Mabit. It's not really true. The Mabit and him had tremendous yachas of, of mutual respect, tremendous. But I want to go through four nyanim that they were cholek. Um, and, the, the, and it was very sharp. Some of it was sharp. There was no, there was no pulling punches when it came to, to Emes. One was a big machlok, which is halacha today, it's still nogea. When you buy fruits and vegetables from Goyim and Shemitah in Yisrael, are you mafish from Yisrael or not? Beisayosif said yes. He said, Apidinas comes out. Mabit said they never used to do it. And the Mambit made a cherem, and anyone who does is mafrish. And today in Yisrael, it's a neighbor in Yerushalayim, a choluk on it. And it's a machloikis lahalok, that still is current. One. There was a machloikis, the Mabit took issue with the fact that some of the young Talmidim of the Beisayisiv were paskening. He held they were too young, not royal enough. He was upset about it. That's, a, that's an issue. Um... There was a big machlaikis on a, a woman whose husband drowned in a ship. There was a ship that, that got lost, and it was Mayim Shalem Saif, whether to be Matir, the Agun or not. The Mabit was the only one that was going to be Matir, and he went ahead and, be, and was Matir. The, and he said, but tonight at 12 was a Mitzarev, to only one other was Mitzarev to him. At the end, somebody was Mekadish, that woman, and the Beisheisif Put out a cherem that if he doesn't if he doesn't separate himself from the woman the the person is a cherem he came up very sharply he held that this the mabit himself is not enough to be matrit and 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 the, the mabit himself was matter only with two people with him nobody came nobody held like him and he put tremendous pressure to break it up very very sharp there was one more interesting Indian. The Bahamas started having a. This the Beisayis himself writes in his in his in his chuvis. The animals had certain bleeding in the stomach. There was a question if the trephus or not. The Mabit said it's only because they eat a certain grass. And the Beisayis have held it's asa, it's a trefer. Mabit said they're not real trephus. It's they eat a certain grass that causes the bleeding, and it was makel was matter. The butchers began to be saimach on them a bit. They, you know, listen, it's expensive meat and, and so on. And the Beisosev writes that dozens and dozens of people became very sick and a few died from it, from eating meat of that behemoth, and they, the, 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 the Mabit took back his psak. That was, that's one, uh, that's one topic that's Nagea, that a group of topics of, of his and Sefer. There's an interesting occasion you meet detractors, and somebody somebody writes a very sharp um, letter against him, and basically he, in a very cynical way, he writes to the Beis Yosef that all he is is a ma'asef. He his safe is not a big deal. He just he just gathered together all this farm. It's not a big chachma to take a siman shagaruch. A simon the tour, and to bring all this farm. So basically, he's a librarian, a glorified librarian. He's a ma'asef. And the Bishosef answers, being a ma'asef is not a, you know, you, you can't be megana, you can't make fun of me, you can't give me covet. 
all that's important is, am I right or am I wrong? You know, skip the personal stuff. Am, am I right or am I wrong? You know, the Chazin Ish told somebody once, you know, I think somebody might have made a similar comment. The Chazin Ish says, take a look. He wrote, besides Avkas Reichel, there's another Shalza Tshuva statement called Shalza Tshuva's Beis Yosef on Evan Ezra. I'm not sure exactly, it's a collection. Over there in that Shalza Tshuva's Beis Yosef, he also has odds and ends. Someone asked him, could you tell us over the share that you gave on, in the Shiva list yesterday? So he says, yeah, all right, Bekitza. So the shear is on the sugya in Kedushan of Amanashi Yitzhaba. And he goes to the Mishnah. And then he says, okay, there are 27 different cases that are in the Mishnah. In other words, if you figure out every possibility, you're going to work it out to 27 nafkeminis. You know, if they knew what he said, and he said yes, he didn't know what he said. He goes through all the shit. Then further on, he says, now, there are 21 different echetimtzes that these 27 make an afkeminah lalacha. So the Chanish said there are 576 different halachas that Beisayis have learned from the sugya. In other words, if, if, if you have this case with this tzirup, in this case with this tzirup, this case with this tzirup, that's how we learned. It, it, it is incredible yegiyah to, 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 to map out that is, is really something incredible. And he says, so, and, and if you take a look in his, in his chuvas, he's not being massive. He, he, he puts down a sugya. He goes through a sugya and puts it down and, and, and he maps it out. Very, very, in, I mean, it's, it's, and, this, and the pilpul and that he says, it's, it's, his godless was that there's Beis Yosef and Kazav Mishnah and Shacharach, where the tachas of the chibah was not to be mefalpul, he sticks to what he needs to stick to. But there was no, there was no shortcoming in the person that he couldn't do it. And it wasn't his, his intent was to do each sefer as he needed to be. Um, the, um, in the Shacharach, there's actually, there's, there are all sorts of issues, because sometimes he brings two shittas, Uri Paskin like. So there's a whole code that they've worked out does he bring them both as Yesh Omrim, one as Vyesh Omrim, and one he brings and doesn't say Yesh Omrim, he brings sometimes his Omrim without two shittas. There's an attempt to go through, his, to, to give some sort of guide to Adar Paskin in Shogaruch, but it's not clear, it doesn't come from him, these, these, so there's an, there's a, a, an ongenomish shittas in there. <coughs> that was the chilek of Nigla, of the Beis Yosef. Beisosev also had a chilek of Nister. What's incredible is that he kept his kitchen separate. The Fleischke kitchen, the kitchen, was separate. Um, there, are, there are a handful of places where he brings a Zaira Kaddish in Beisosev also, but that's it. Nothing doesn't... He, he, so, many of his contemporaries write that he had a, a Magid that was Nisgala to him. That we know. The... Um, what we don't know is, 80 years after he was Nifta, a Sefer came out called Magid Meshar. There are a bunch of issues with the Sefer. It's Torah that the Magid told him, and taught him, and told him. It's a fee, say the Chumr, so to speak. It goes up to, I don't know, halfway or something like that, maybe Beishas 
there is something we have that's for sure authentic, and that's his the Shalar Kaddish who lived in, in, in over there years later, seventy years later, whatever. Um, brings a letter from Shlomo Kavitz, a letter of Shlomo Kavitz, describing the famous Shavuos night. Everybody must have read it and heard it about what Shavuos night was like in Tzfas. And not in Tzfas, this was before. This was when he was still in Europe, I think, um, where they learned the first night and the, and the voice came to them. He said a voice came out of the, out of the Beisaz's mouth and Shalom Aleichem, I'm the, I'm the Neshama of the Mishnah, I've come to tell you what kind of gewaltig is simcha there is for Kaddish Baruch Hu, and if you'll learn, the, you know, and if you'll only keep doing it, so on and so forth, you don't know how much nachs ruach you bring Kaddish Baruch Hu, so on. It's printed in the Shalom and Shavuos. This is where the meaning of being up Shavuos night comes from. Incredible letter. That's authentic. That's the Shalom Kaddish, a letter from Shavuot Kavitz, who was a chave, you did nefesh, of, of the, of the Beis Yosef. There's no doubt about that. The Sefer Magdashram came out 80 years after he was nifta. It wasn't put out by his grandchildren or the normal people who put it out. Not clay, but who put it out. It, it has a lot of strange things there. Things that think the Maggit tells the Beisaisif, he will be zeichet to dial Kiddush Hashem like you want to. Beisaisif died a natural death at 87. He, he writes all sorts of things about him, what will be, what won't be, and it, doesn't come, it didn't come true. Um... Very hard to what and strange things, and also something which draws people. He writes about the Beisayisif in very, very um, grand. You're like the the Rebbe Kaisers, very, very extraordinary phrases. That the Maggid said it is not possibly a Chiddush, but that the Beisayisif himself would print it is strange. Unless so, unless they had a dinner of where you have to print it. It, it's highly, highly immodest. Um, it's also hard to understand where that's from. There's another strange thing, and this is, this is even strange without the Sefer Magid Meisharim. I don't know what to make of it. The Rizal, the Reb Chaim Vital in his Sefer, um, in Sharagil Gulim, says that the Magid told the Beis Yosef that his son has an Eshama Betzalel, and he writes and the Magid light. I don't know how you're supposed to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I don't know what that means. It says Vesheka on, I believe it says. Very, very hard to understand what that means. I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a safer that is really baffling sometimes. Things that are not halachadik, things that are wrong, what does it mean exactly? And and some people actually want to tie it that it's that the Megid Meisharm that we have is a forgery, it's a fake, it never was there, and so on and so forth. It's not that it's not basis. There was a safer. I don't know. I just don't know. It's most of Kaisal seem to have accepted it, but Lesman the Pollock, it's very very baffling things over there. Um, one more shuva that's interesting to share, and it might sort of nagea today um, in Sfas. Like the halacha is, Talmidei Chachamim did not need to pay taxes. They needed to pay a certain tax, but they were free from other taxes, like like the halacha is. Um, they wanted to be mevatlit, and the beisayisiv with two others wrote a chayim against it. Very sharp. It's his first truth in the beisayisiv that they're being over on on dinei gemara and dinei suvim and so on, and uh, they they were mevatlit. 
It's an interesting truth of his that's relevant. Al Kapanim, um, he was nifted at the age of 87. He left us in Kalal Yisrael the Shofaruch, which together with Ramah, it's, 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 that's the halacha we have. The, um, the, 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 the Rabbi Yisraelishitz writes, there's, a, there's an Indian in halacha, in Choshimish, but you can say Kimli, that if, let's say, two people are arguing in Bezdin, one guy can say, I hold like the Rajba. And if the Rajba holds like him, Bezdin doesn't have the ability to say, well, we pass like Rambat. It, 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 as long as you have a sheet like you, you can say Kimli. It's one of the most misused halachas. Uh, people go, go find some sheet in some obscure place and toil themselves on it. And it makes sometimes a mockery of pursuing Bezdin. There is Ibershitz writes that any shita that's not that the Shukharach doesn't mention in the Baisaisa of Shukharach does not have a din of a shita they can say Kimli. The problem is people say Kimli not Ibers and Ibershitz. They 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 say we don't hold like Ibershitz. So so again you, you can't really go anywhere with it. But I'll compare the the Harakha for the Baisaisif is that. Um will Finish off maybe just with a with a word of it. He also wrote a sefer on Chumash. It's a very strange. It's it's interesting sefer. It's, I mean, the typical way is he asks like two dozen shilas on a, on a parsha. He answers each question differently. It's not that he's setting you up with like one teretz, like the Akeda sort of brings a central thought, and then he goes. He asks the questions and then he explains the parsha. And his explanation of Pasha is the whole basis of it. Parts of it he explains <coughs> Alpiderach Hadrush, parts of it Alderach Halacha, parts of it Alderach Hapshat, parts of this or that. I'll, we'll give you one example from this week's Sedra. Um, it's, it's not in every Sedra, it's, it's pieces. But Ishkiyeb um, Negatzerah says, Vuvala Koyen, and so on. So he asks all those questions. We'll just deal with his last question, his first question. His last question, or next last question is, the halacha is that a koyin can't see two negoyim in one day. Why not? So he says, because it says, v'timi ha-koyin. He says the koyin is not just the person who, who sort of is a referee and tells you whether it's a neg or not. The koyin actually is the one that is meishich the tumah down. The real sakayin is meishich the tumah. He says, to be metame somebody with tzaras is to kill him, because a, 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 a metzara is chash of kemeis. So he says, just like a bezdin can't be done two dinner fashes in one day, and just like a bezdin who kills more than, uh, than one person uh, in a shemitah is, 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 is a, a katlanis, so too a koyin can't be metzareah two people one day, because he's the one who's actually killing them. That's what he says. That's sort of halachadik. In, in, in the, at the beginning of the parasha, he's medayik, says the word Adam, the Zaya says that Adam is chashuv. In other words, some places it says ish. The Zaya says Adam is chashuv, like it says atem krim Adam, v'lom zom krim Adam. Adam is losh chashuv. So he says, the pasik is tamea, that, you know, Adam that has an exercise, how could someone who's Adam, who's Dima Takarish Farahu, have done an Avera to bring himself to Negatzaras? It's 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 like the, the Pasik is using the Khashiv because we're addressing that part of the person and saying you 
who who are how could you have done something like that? And he says, we bring him we bring him to somebody even more chashiv to sort of bring that out in him. In other words, since the, the level of chet of of tzaras that that brings tzaras is 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 so deep and so so low that we, we, we say to ourselves if we bring the person up, if we bring him to the Kayan, it will create a, a you know that'll bring him to see the light, so to speak. In other words, it's a type of air so low that the way in which we deal with it is we ask him, Adam, how could you have done it? And we bring him to the Kayan. My understanding from him is that it means in other words the Kayan who's Kedusha that's sort of the Mahalach of taking to it. Those are two in Yanim. Al Kapanim, Beisayisif really, really stands in, 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 I mean, this is the pillar of Allah. This is really less, anything else is written around him, about him. No, nothing else has risen up since that. And it, it's fascinating that he, um, it, it's fascinating that he was given smicha. Um, his home at Sias, where he was acknowledged by everyone. No one, no one, um, you know, yes, he had his little fights here, there, on specific issues, but everyone accorded him the respect, just like Darizal. If everyone hadn't given him the acknowledgement that, he's, that, that his Torah is Emes, we would, we would have our issues with it. You know, the Beis Yosef, for it to become, Ashkenaz argues on points, but, but the Ramah wrote his Chiba not independently. Ramah was a contemporary of the Beis Yosef and held him in, in tremendous awe and, and was a Mavatl Daiper many times, except for Minhag Ashkenaz, when he held it that, that in Ashkenaz, this is not the halacha. But, but there was tremendous uh, respect in, in it. it was only, there was only Chetimza, we have some remnant of being able to keep Christ altogether. It, it seems, and again, just to take a broad historical look at it, it was the first time that we got a sense of the of the of the churban that the Golos had created by creating different tyrus, every community with its own tyra, with its own inyanim. Um, the need for us to have at least a common standard that everybody can start from the same point. Um, the attempt was done to make a Sanhedrin that failed, but in the failed attempt, somebody was selected. To um, to create that standard of a unified Torah. So even with all the details that sometimes when all the Achronim argue with with, with the with Shachar, we go with Achronim, uh, But by and large, it's all about the Shachar. Um, it it seems as if that was Kiilu Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Berayv gave us that at least a certain pillar to hang on to, a certain bias to to, to be able to hold on to. So, so that Torah doesn't become a thousand Torahs. So there's, there's one Torah. His, his yard site is Yud Gimel. Uh, like we said, he was born in 1488, and he died 87 years later. And uh, he's buried in Sfas, they, they, together with the Rizal and the Ramak and the other Chabur around him.